0: and welcome to Southern Fried Pop Culture. I'm one of your hosts, Mandy Kay. And I'm
1: Kelly Lee. Each week we're going to talk about our experiences of Southern culture through the lens of stories that are set in the South, feature Southern characters, or are Southern flavored in
0: some way. And we are finally back after a kind of short kind of long hiatus. (laughs) It's been a couple months but we are back and we have three brand new episodes coming at you to round out season one. Yay!
1: Yay! (laughs) On this show our structure comes from our amazing theme song written by our friend Josie Bentley. We'll talk about the movie in three different sections. Southern culture in general, the bless your heart or problematic moments, and the
0: things we love that make us tickle pink. And this week, we are talking about the 1995 movie, Something to Talk About, starring Julia Roberts, Dennis Quaid, Robert Duvall, Jenna Rollins, Kira Sedgwick, and Brett Cullen.
1: The tagline for this movie is a story about husbands, wives, parents, children, and other natural disasters, which I thought was really broad and vague. And
0: <laughs> but also that,
1: accurate. But also accurate. The IMDb describes something to talk about as a comedy-drama-romance.
0: So I guess they couldn't pick a genre (laughs) for this movie. That's kind of fair, but I'm not sure I really would have put comedy in there. I don't think I would have either. It's a drama that wants to be a romantic comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's not.
1: It's not. It's really
0: not. It's not a comedy.
1: And I don't think it's a romance. I think it's a family drama.
0: It's a fam- it is definitely a family drama, and it is specifically about Grace, understanding who she is and what she wants and what she deserves.
1: So if I had to make up a genre for this, I would call it Southern Mama drama. I love it. <laughs> I <laughs> love that's it. that's where it belongs. I love it.
0: <laughs> yes. And there are plenty of movies that will do that. You know what? Divine Secrets of the Ya-Ya Sisterhood is Southern Mama drama. Yes. Yep. Still Magnolias.
1: Absolutely. Southern Mama drama. When we get to
0: the blind side, that is also Southern <laughs> um, Mama drama. It is mama You drama. have invented something new, Kelly. This is now going to be a thing. <laughs> and
1: my work here is
0: done. <laughs> Can we hashtag Southern Mama drama?
1: We should totally hashtag Southern Mama drama. Let's do it. Possible name for many, many memoirs from many, many women in the South. Yes. So what was your experience of Southern culture in this movie?
0: Well, this movie... Is a little bit like Steel Magnolias for me in that it's portraying a class of Southern culture that I'm not directly familiar with, Mm -hmm. but I'm experienced tangentially. Like I've seen it and I've like read about it or heard about it. I've just never really experienced it. So there's that. I mean, they're clearly very wealthy, live on this giant ranch, horses and that sort of thing. So A lot of it is not stuff that I have directly experienced, but there were a few things that just kind of gave me the warm fuzzies when I thought about my experience growing up in the South. Um, The the first one is actually probably going to be the most controversial thing I'm going to ever say on this podcast. Oh. (laughs) I am a 35-year-old woman, and I still call my father daddy. I don't think that's controversial. Oh, but it is. Um. There are so many people who are going to hear me say that and tweet about how icky it is and how gross it is. And I've I've had these conversations with, with people in the past and it's just, it's just a thing. Um, that's who he is to me. Like that's, mm-hmm. it, it, essentially that's his name for me. It's weird. I went to see him this past weekend because I took my boyfriend to meet him. And when I talk about him, I call him my dad. Mm-hmm. But when we were there with him and I was talking to him it was always daddy. It was hey daddy or what have you been doing daddy or why would you say that daddy when he's telling, <laughs> you know, stories about me that he shouldn't be telling about me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very very familiar to me that Grace would do that. I mean she's a very strong independent woman who is clearly an adult. She has her own career. Granted, it is working for her dad, but it is still a career. She has a child, and it's just normal and everyday for her to call him daddy. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was probably the most Southern thing that I found in this movie. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Her dad, even though I hate her dad, and we'll get to that. <laughs> so much. He... <laughs> He had a phrase um, that was a phrase I forgot existed until I heard him say it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that is totally a thing. When he had kind of gotten wind that there was a problem between Grace and Eddie, his response was, what in Sam hell is going on here? Oh, that's totally a thing. And I haven't heard that phrase in so long, but it immediately came back to me as something that I was very accustomed to hearing when I was young.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, just kind of two staples of the South that appeared in this movie were pecan pie or, if you're wrong, pecan pie. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the two-stepping they were doing. Um, yeah. I do not know how to two-step, but my mom does, and she used to go out and and do that all the time with with my stepdad and I remember watching gosh way back when TNN was still a network do you remember TNN yeah I do (laughs) the Nashville network I do and every afternoon they would show essentially a country dance club and they would Mm -hmm. just be two-stepping in circles all the way around the dance floor for like an hour and I would just watch them do this and always wanted to learn how to do it and I never did well you should it's really fun (laughs) Maybe one day I will learn how to dance, but that never happened. Um, Now, what about you? I imagine, considering this was, this took place in Georgia, right? Well, yeah, but it was
1: funny. I I actually went and looked up where the movie was filmed because I wanted to double check my facts. So it was shot in three locations, um, partly in South Carolina, partly in Savannah, which is my favorite city in the whole world, and Mm -hmm. partly in Perry, Georgia, close to where I grew up. And... I was a junior in high school when they shot the scenes in Perry, and they were calling for extras, and I wanted to be an extra so badly, but I got caught skipping school on my way to try to sneak out for auditions. Oh, no. (laughs) So, and I think I missed the age cutoff by a couple of months, um, so I was not in this movie, but I tried really hard to be, because it was the first movie that was shot close to where I had lived, you know? Okay. Yeah, Um, that's awesome thought that was so cool <laughs> but the scenery in this movie is so beautiful and that whole area of of savannah and south carolina and the coastal edge of georgia is just my happy place so oh good yeah it was fun to watch um <laughs> but it it was funny to me to hear you say calling your dad daddy is controversial because i'm the only southern girl i know who does not do that
0: okay. all of
1: my cousins do all of my friends do um, I call my dad by his first name, and I have since I was in middle school
0: and people find it bizarre like <laughs> i I find that bizarre because yes yeah. from from at least from a southern perspective, that's something you don't do. It is very unusual, and um, it's funny the more of these movies we
1: watch, the more i'm like i I'm just an outlier on almost everything but one of my <laughs> one of my aunts. She was so funny one day. Um, We had um, like a family gathering and I had, I think, four aunts, a grandmother, my parents. I don't know. There were probably some other people there. And I was making a big coffee tray for everybody. And so I had walked into the room and was like, okay, what do y'all want? And um, when I asked my dad, I was like, Dave, what do you want? And I didn't think anything of it, you know, because (laughs) that's what I call it. And so I went back to the kitchen. I'm like putting all the stuff together. And one of my aunts comes in there, and she's like, Kelly, I, like, I don't want to be nosy, but why do you call your dad Dave? And I'm telling you, like, without missing a beat, total straight face. I went, because he's not my real dad. <laughs> and she just, like, went sheet white. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just kidding. I don't know. We And and it's just what we call him. Um and, and have, you know, since I was little. So it's just funny to me that I don't do that, but almost every other woman I know does. So I, I yeah, have always associated that with the South.
0: Yeah, to me, daddy is not weird in this connotation because it's his name as much as his name is Michael. But that's weird to me. And so in my brain, his name is daddy. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's exactly the same to me. And it, it feels weird to call him anything else.
1: Yeah, I think your southern creds there are stronger than mine. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I don't think it's a contest. No, but it's it's just funny how untypically southern I am sometimes. I agreed with you completely about pecan pie, and um, it is pecan pie. That is, if you (laughs) that's how you say it, and I I will. Die on that hill. I will die on uh, that hill, too. (laughs) (laughs) And also did two-stepping, which I do know how to do. And uh, I learned two-stepping and square dancing when I was a kid. And I don't like square dancing, but I love two-stepping. Okay. And line dancing. It's just fun. But one of the, the lines in here that cracked me up, I had actually forgotten that this line came from this movie. But I say this to my son all the time, and I have since he was little is, uh, we'll go out today and find you a new mother. And (laughs) when Gray said it, I was like, oh, my God, that's where I got that line from. Like I knew it had come from a movie, but I couldn't
0: remember which movie. But I say that to my son all the time.
1: Don't worry. We'll just
0: get you a new mom. It'll be fine. Well, hopefully you don't leave your son as much as your daughter. I've,
1: I've never. I was thinking about that. I was like, I've never actually gotten in the car and left without him. But for a while, when he was in the sixth grade, his school was a block from the university where I worked. And four mornings out of five, I would drive to work. And, he would, and he'd be in the back seat like, Mom, you forgot to take me to school again. And I'd be like, damn it. Yep, so we'll go out today know. and
0: find you a new mother. Yep. I, yep, absolutely.
1: But the the other thing that really struck me was... Uh Emma black miniskirt was like mm-hmm. my standard attire in 1995. I think it was the same skirt. So <laughs> like, that was just really funny to me to see. But so much of this movie is just a different world. It's unrelatable to me. Like this wealthy upper class junior league and menus and cookbooks and family money. Like that is not my world. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything about that. And then I thought the main two like motifs in this movie I know nothing about so it's a movie about marriage and equestrian sport like (laughs) you know married life in the Grand Prix I know nothing about either one of those things (laughs) me
0: too yeah (laughs) it was pretty funny but um I guess I do have a little bit more familiarity with the cookbooks aspect of it but not because of junior league but because country churches the women would always put together a cookbook
1: Oh, okay. And
0: so, like half the cookbooks on my granny's shelf were from some church or another mm-hmm. that she. My had grandmother just does that too. Yes,
1: and she's yeah. she sent me one from the First Baptist Church with all the women's names in it and all their recipes, and
0: it's all on my shelf. But <laughs> like, I'm not a. I will never be a cookbook writer. Oh no, no, not me either. Is is what I mean by that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so. What were the
1: problematic moments of this movie? I have a funny feeling both of our lists are going to be really long,
0: but what made you say, bless your heart? Well, okay. So I just want to clarify that I really, really loved this movie. I did. Um, I, I was watching it. I was like talking back to the screen and, you know, <laughs> Joseph was like looking at me weird because I was, just, you know, it was just, I was very involved with this movie. I loved this movie, but... Oh, my God. Is there so much happening in this movie that is just awful? Um, I mean, these are things that actually happen in, in real life, or at least they used to. I think they still do. Some of them do. Um, but they're just awful. I think, I think the first one that you and I can absolutely agree on is Grace's father, oh Wiley. God. Is the most arrogant asshole that ever walked the face of the earth. He's horrible. Um, so let's let's just maybe try to list some of these things that he did. You know, <laughs> yes, he's he's the head of the family business, but that shouldn't give him the right to spend a hundred and fifty thousand dollars without discussing it with anybody. Yeah, blaming her for humiliating the family because she was in her nightgown when she confronted Eddie while he was cheating on her mm-hmm. instead of, you know, being angry at Eddie for cheating on his daughter. Um, her dad trying to work things out for Eddie. Because there's a real estate deal that might fall through. He doesn't care if his daughter is happy or not. Yeah. You know, saying things like, I may have fooled around a little bit, but I never cheated. <laughs> this, when he said this
1: line, I, you know, after yelling at my screen, um, uh-huh. there's actually this line that I have heard so many men, both in my family and just in the South say, it's like the perfect Southern version of gaslighting. Uh-huh. And it goes... Who are you going to believe, darling? Me or your lying eyes? And <laughs> I'm like, oh, I mean, the rage that that puts in me, I just can't even. And he is the worst. Like, he is the worst. If you take all the s- bad qualities, stereotypical of Southern men, and you put him in one character, it is wily. It is.
0: But th- th- I think the worst part about it, though, is that I know men just like him. Oh, me too. Even today in 2018, I know men who are just like him. I'm related to men who are just like him. (laughs) Me too. Oh, and it just, it makes me so angry. It's better now than it was. In 1995, this was par for the course. Yeah. Now it's, you know, a little fewer and farther in between, but it still exists. And it just, it boils my blood. I was so angry. I
1: hated him so much. Like, it kept pulling me out of the movie, mm-hmm. how actively I hated him. And I was like, I don't have words for this arrogant, narcissistic, cold-hearted ass hat. Like, I just hated him. And when he was yelling at Grace for confronting Eddie, like, in her nightgown, he's like, oh, you think you're invisible? Because he's making her pain all about him and his reputation and his family and never once even tries to ask her what's going on or comfort her or support her in any way and I mean just the oh god I don't know disdain that he had for everyone around him Mm -hmm. was so horrible and like so finally at the end when he's riding that horse you know and he's gonna try to win like I am actively rooting for that horse to throw him and
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just (laughs) I wanted that moment and I didn't get it. Oh, well, I I don't think I was rooting for the horse to throw him, but I was definitely rooting for him to lose. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're nicer than me.
1: (laughs) I wanted to see him go flying through the air and land on his ass, like, (laughs) preferably with a broken tailbone. I just, God, I mean, it almost ruined the movie for me. I just, I I could not stand him. So I only made a couple of notes about him particularly because I was just like, all the hate. I just, it's yeah. all the hate.
0: <laughs> well, see, I feel like the movie just kind of trickles down from him because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's the patriarch of the family and he is this misogynistic and all of that trickled down to the characters around him because yeah. you got her sister blaming her. Her sister says, you marry a guy whose nickname in college was Hound Dog. What did you think was going to happen?
1: Yeah.
0: Everybody the same sister who Bryce. then kicked him yeah. in the nuts, yeah. but she still said that. And it was completely normal in this world. Mm -hmm. You know, her mom saying, honey, he slipped. And it happens in the best of marriages. You just have to get through it. Like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, there is an underlying expectation in this world that women should ignore their husband's infidelity and that infidelity is to be expected. Mm -hmm. And I... I can't I can't I just I can't handle that because uh, I just I can't yeah that's where I am on that I just I can't (laughs) I can't deal with it I know it was and then you you and then you get you you had talked about southern gaslighting Eddie flat out says to her I don't know what you think you saw but that was not me yeah
1: and that blatant lie was worse to me than him cheating like, him yes. trying to make her doubt her reality is worse than what he actually did.
0: Now, granted, in his favor, he pulled it back immediately as soon as she called him on it. But the fact that he even tried that. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated this man for most of the movie. By the <laughs> end of it, I wanted them to get back together because I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> but I hated him for most of this movie. Oh, and I was rooting for
1: Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. That's funny. So what
0: else made your blood boil? (laughs) Well, okay. A couple more misogyny things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Almost all of these are about the misogyny in this town. Oh, my God. So in the the Junior League meeting, Mm -hmm. um, Grace made the suggestion that apparently several of the women were okay with that when they're doing this cookbook... They want to update how they're listed next to their recipes because they've always been listed as Mrs. their husband's name. So Mrs. Eddie Bichon and they want to be Mrs. Grace Bichon and chaos ensued by this suggestion of a change because it's tradition because it's how we've always done it. And then one woman speaks up and she says, if my name isn't in there as Mrs. Franklin J. Caldwell III, then how the hell is anybody going to know who I am?
1: Yeah, that was so sad.
0: And there are not yes. enough God. face palms in the world yeah. for this. It was awful. <laughs> and then, okay, one more, and then I kind of have a fun one. But um, the stereotype of of the the two sisters and the archetype that the sisters are. Mm-hmm. So you've got Emma Ray, who's the sassy one. She's the one who really mouths off to her dad. She's the one wearing miniskirts. She's the one who actively will kick men in the nuts. And she's single. hmm Grace, we're introduced to her wearing pearls with her blue jeans. <laughs> and she's the one in junior league. She is portrayed as that perfect Southern wife archetype.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that bothered me. I didn't pick up on that quite as much. I I started rewatching it um, today and I noticed that and it just kind of, it's been niggling in my mind that, that I don't know if that was done intentionally, but it's almost worse if it wasn't. Oh yeah. It's totally worse if it wasn't. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of misogyny in this movie. I have to (laughs) say though, there was only one thing that I thought was completely inaccurate when it comes to portraying southern culture okay grace's aunt ray made tea and didn't put sugar in it
1: yeah i saw that too i was like
0: oh hell no <laughs> right <laughs> it, there's no way i'm sorry the the, the little old gray haired pulled back in a bun wearing like a linen sundress thing is not gonna make a picture of iced tea that's not sweet yeah,
1: when she handed Grace the glass of tea and then she was like, Want any sugar? I was like, What the hell? Like yes. <laughs> there's no no southern woman is gonna put sugar in her
0: tea after she makes the tea. Like Right, after there's already ice in it? No, yeah, there's no way. You would never do that. Yeah. No. So those are my problematic bless your heart moments. Misogyny and no sugar in the tea. <laughs> <laughs> those very valid points. <laughs> So um I I I know you you had several um that are kind of in the, the same vein as some of mine too. So
1: yeah, other than just I mean I could have done a thesis on how much I hated Wiley, so I won't revisit that. But I was really disappointed in Georgia um as Grace's mom mm-hmm. when she was kind of gently chastising her and she's like, "But next time, let's make it a private family affair." Which first yeah. of all is sort of implying this dude's going to keep cheating on you and you need to stay quiet about it. But, like, saving face was so much more important than her daughter's pain. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even for me, like, I don't really believe in monogamy. But her pain was so evident that her family damn well should have been on her side. And nobody tried to comfort her. Like, it was, it was just awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this one line from Eddie... And this to me, like killed him as the love interest for Grace, even more than him cheating on her. Mm -hmm. Um, They were talking about why they had gotten married. And she said, why did you ask me? And he said, honestly, Grace, I didn't think you'd say yes. And I was like, oh, my God, you are done. Like, (laughs) there's no coming back from that. Like, you are done. And and the whole movie just made marriage feel like this battle, like this constant Mm -hmm. battle, this war. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't. Even. Um, and I know that they played the poison thing for f- comedy. But poison's not really a great response to infidelity. Like, we need to use our words. I didn't... <laughs> you know, if he hit her and she poisoned him, I would be fine with it. But I, I, <laughs> I didn't really like that part. And then Grace, like, when she found out that Eddie was cheating on her, she then kind of made it her mission to tell all these other women, including her own mother about their husband's infidelity and it kind of felt like it had this i'm gonna face my truth now so all you bitches are gonna face yours whether you want to or not and it seemed kind of mean spirited like that she was just delivering this shocking news to other people because she was struggling with it herself Mm -hmm. um you know and and then you had this common theme of Mothers, daughters, sisters, like banding together to tolerate the awful men in their lives because they're such good providers. And I was like, Jesus, God, spare me this bullshit. Like, yeah. come on, seriously. And then Jamie has this great line. He said, <laughs> "You Southern women sure are easy to please." And Grace said, "It comes from centuries of being raised to keep our expectations low." And that is yes. <laughs> so true. That oh my god, I just, so true. <laughs> like. That is one of the truest lines that has ever been written about Southern culture. Yeah. But it's a
0: damn shame that it's a true line. hmm So. I think that, so talking about this part of the movie, I'm sitting here thinking, why would anybody ever like this movie? Like, we're certainly not inspiring people to like this movie, <laughs> to want to watch this movie. But it's it's lines like that, and it's the character of Grace and, and her development, I think, throughout the movie Mm -hmm. that kind of saves it for me because they do recognize that it's there. Right. They don't recognize that all of it's there. Yeah. Some of it is just so heavily ingrained in Southern culture that it's normal and it's, they're just not there yet. Right. In addressing these God absurd levels of misogyny. Yeah. But Grace, this is one of the things I have in my Tickled Pink section is Grace stands up for herself. She... She says things like, you know, when when Eddie first says that he's sorry, she says, I really don't care for sorry, you know, and she talks openly with him about how she feels. She's always, she's honest with her father. She's honest with Jamie. You know, she's actually saying, I am recognizing that this is a thing and I am standing against it. Right. And I think that is the saving grace, oh, saving grace of this movie. <laughs>
1: I think it's so funny because I asked myself that same question because so much of this movie pissed me off. Then I was mm-hmm. like, why did I used to like this movie? Like, I remember liking this movie. I've seen it more than once. And it for me, it's Emma Rae. Okay. <laughs> I love her <laughs> so much. So that's really funny that we each have a different sister that makes us like the movie. Yeah. So yeah. what else is in your
0: tickled pink section? What did you love about the movie? Um, well, I'm gonna take a point that you used in the bless your heart section and say it tickled me pink. I think the poison was hysterical. (laughs) I do. I mean, I guess the fact that she actually poisoned him wasn't funny, but the way that her aunt was telling her about the recipe and she, she very slyly goes, I like to think of it as homeopathic conversion therapy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yep, just
0: cracked up and I thought it was hilarious. So that's just me. But, you know, see, I'm not always nicer than you are. <laughs> but I think my favorite character in this whole dang movie was Carolyn. Caroline, oh. Carolyn, Caroline, mm-hmm. Doodlebug. Oh, my God. This child is so amazing. Like, right from the beginning, she is super standing up for herself. You know, she's sitting there begging Wiley to let her ride a real horse and not a pony. And she just, like, spouts off at him. And how come everybody thinks they've got to tell me when I'm ready? I'm supposed to tell you when I'm ready. And I am ready. I'm about running out of patience with you people. (laughs) She was cute. (laughs) She was amazing. And then later, again, over the horse... She asked her mom, she said, is this because I don't have all of my teeth? <laughs> I mean, she was sassy and she knew herself and she knew what she wanted. You know, Wiley was telling her, you've got to learn to recognize your limitations. And she's standing up and saying, no, because this isn't a limitation. I can do it. And I know I can. Mm-hmm. And she dang sure did. Yeah, she did. She was great. So She, she was the best thing about this movie to me just above grace standing up for herself you know but the fact that grace is raising a child who can do this just speaks loads about her character I, agree. I think
1: yeah i agree with that so it's you're kind of seeing more hope coming into the next generation of women
0: yes i think so absolutely all right how about you i know there were some things that you did like about this because i know you love Ray. i do and some
1: of the great lines um in here so <laughs> grace is kind of going through her her panic phase and and she said I just don't have time for the nervous breakdown I deserve so please don't ask me to stop and think <laughs> and I was like oh my god yes Because <laughs> I have had weeks where I've like tried to schedule a nervous breakdown and oh. there's just not room like I can't I can't finish Can't in. do it. So I'm like, just don't ask me to think about this thing. Because right. I I have shit to do. <laughs> so like I related to that so much. My favorite part probably was when Eddie shows up and Emma knees him in the ball. Is she here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll get her. Grace, the line cheating sack of shit is here. <laughs>
1: Uh, not Read. Oh, my God. Emory, what did you do? Well, you said to keep him busy. He's busy holding his nuts. Uh, uh, Oh, my God, Eddie, are you all right? No. Uh, no. Help me get him up. No, you stay the hell over there. Don't worry, I wouldn't walk that far to help you up. (sighs) My God, Emory, what's the matter with you?
0: Consider it a blow for your dignity.
1: What is dignified about kicking somebody in the balls? Well, I feel better. <laughs> like and I know violence is not the answer any more than poisoning is, but it makes me laugh every
0: time. Well, kicking him in the nuts isn't going to kill him like poison well, so Yeah, that's true. You know.
1: <laughs> and uh, my other favorite line came from MRA as well, but I don't know if I can say it on the show <laughs> because
0: Ah, go for it. Okay.
1: And I swear, this, like, I would watch the whole movie for this one line alone, because it was just <laughs> priceless, especially for 1995. hmm And so Grace wants to invite Jamie over for dinner, and Emery can tell that she kind of likes him or, or whatever. And it's just, <laughs> without even cracking a smile, she said, give him a call and ask him what he likes to eat. If he says pussy, tell him to come on over. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is my kind of girl. Like, I just adored her and the line was a little out of place for the Mm -hmm. tone of the rest of the movie but it cracked me up anyway (laughs) so i liked
0: it well it it kind of fit with the character of emma ray especially since in that moment you were getting a sister bonding moment and we didn't have a lot of those in the movie that's true and so it didn't seem super out of place to me especially since they were dropping f-bombs everywhere in this movie too yeah that's true and and i did like that I, i like movies where women cuss a lot Yeah.
1: And I was really glad that Grace let Caroline ride possum. Um, And when she won, when Caroline won her, her round, Georgia said, there's your accomplishment. And Grace said, no, it's her accomplishment, mama, not mine. And Mm -hmm. that was my, probably my favorite Grace line in the movie, because I do think, and I don't know if this is just in the South or if this is mothers everywhere, but defining yourself through your children's accomplishment is bad for you and your children, so right. I thought that that was a good parenting moment. And when um, Eddie tries to sneak into the house and Emory closes the window on him, <laughs> every time, I just love it. And Grace telling Eddie, I don't want to get to the end of my life and say, I wanted to be different, but I chickened out when I had the chance. Like that sounded like badassery to me. She's charting her own course mm-hmm. and I really liked it. And despite all of my resistance... And wanting to hate Eddie, I love watching them dance together because I'm a sucker for a dance scene and Dennis Quaid can dance. They had like phenomenal chemistry in this movie. Yeah, they really did. And the dancing was so good. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) damn it. I liked watching her dance with Jamie too. I I just love the dancing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think it's the humor and, and kind of the strong spirit of the women that you see throughout this that made me love the movie.
0: Yeah, they're they are overcoming the misogyny mm-hmm. that's so rampant in their lives and and you get to see that and and it has a happy ending. And I am a sucker for happy endings. And I guess I wonder how compatible
1: they're going to be in the long term. You know, mm-hmm. Eddie and Grace and like are they right for each other? Is it uh, I don't know that one dance scene is enough to convince me that that's the case. The little poison
0: joke at the end was funny, but <laughs> I I don't know. Well, in that conversation they were having before she poisoned him, you know, he was saying things like, what happened to us? We used to laugh. We used to make each other laugh. We used to have fun together. We used to like each other. Yeah. And so there is that foundation that's there, true. that they've, they've just kind of grown apart over the years with careers and raising the child and junior league cookbooks and, and things <laughs> like that. So I feel like they tried to give us something to, to be able to see that they do possibly have a future together if he can keep it in his pants.
1: Yeah. Well, and, it, and like I said, it's not even the, the infidelity that bothers me so much. And, and I, I dislike the stereotype. Right. If Grace is the frigid wife who never touches him and Eddie is the guy that's running around. And like, mm-hmm. it's just I mean, come on, give me a movie of the women who are running around because they're not getting what they want at home. I mean, Jesus, it's like it's just so stereotypical and tired and whatever um, that <laughs> is just like I, don't know. I that part. I just and like every time he walks into a room, she screams like it's just his presence (laughs) startles her and I'm like honey you live with this guy every day he's gonna walk into the room like (laughs) what is going on with that and and they never really explain it like to have that kind of startle reflex versus with someone who's not abusive like I I just didn't understand it um and it was a running joke and it was a three beat but I'm like why does this girl scream every time
0: her husband walks into the room? I don't, that's not a good sign. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they were just trying to make it funny. Yeah. I think they were completely playing it for the humor. Yeah. So forced comedy probably just doesn't work. But
1: so do you have any other
0: thoughts from the movie that don't fit into our buckets? I just want to know, can we get a sequel? That's Caroline running the world. Oh, that would be good. Cause that's what I want to see. <laughs> She can grow up and be a badass. It would be awesome. Yes, absolutely. Um, What about you?
1: Well, I think my biggest argument with the movie is even the best pecan pie in the world is not an equitable replacement for good sex.
0: I'm just saying. Here's where I'm going to lose some Southern cred because there's no such thing as best pecan pie in the world because pecan pie is gross. (laughs) So I'm going to agree with you. It's not an equitable replacement for good things. <laughs> well, it's
1: not because actually. It's, it's not my favorite kind of pie either. Um, although
0: it is the one thing
1: that I know how to bake, which is funny. Because it's not my favorite thing. Right. But any kind of pie. I'm sorry. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-uh. Nope. And <laughs> I thought it was It was just really funny. Like, And the movie is 23 years old now. I was in high school when I first saw it and maybe getting old has made me cynical, you know, but like watching this movie made me so damn grateful that I am not rich and I'm not a proper Southern girl and I am not married. Like just at the end of this, I'm
0: like, oh my God, I don't want any of that. Like, no, (laughs) I can, I can see that as being the reaction to this movie. Yeah, for sure.
1: And so what I want now is like the 2018 movie about strong Southern women who like sex and do not define themselves by their fathers and husbands. That's what I want to see. That sounds like a really good movie. Yeah. We should like write a screenplay. We should write a screenplay and call it Caroline. Yes. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) I bet we could write one hell of a fun screenplay. Oh, I bet we could. When we're not too busy podcasting. (laughs)
1: Yeah, there is that. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that wraps us up for something to talk about. What are we watching next, Mandy? We are going to watch John Grisham's The Client. Oh, I'm so excited. I love this movie so much. Um, This is my favorite legal drama, and it's one of my favorite Grisham books, too. So I haven't seen it in a long time, and I can't wait to watch it again for the show.
0: I am not sure that I've ever seen this one. (gasps) Really? this is the one... If this is the one that stars Brad Renfro, then I probably did because I was in love with him when I was a kid. Oh, it's so
1: good. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I can't even tell you. I hope you love it. I love it. It's fabulous. Okay. But it's probably <laughs> been 10 years since I've seen it, so. Oh, this will be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. And then I'll be back next week like, I didn't remember this and this and this and I hate it. <laughs> it'll be hilarious. Oh no. <laughs>
0: But <laughs> no, 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 that's not gonna happen. That's I adore happen. this movie. So okay, <laughs> all right. Well, we want to hear from you. If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, use the hashtag #SFPop. Tell us about your experiences growing up in the South or how you felt watching this movie. You can find me on Twitter at Mandy K, or you can email us at podcast at eloquentgushing dot com.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Kelly Jones at southernfriedscholar.com or podcasting with Lonnie Diane Rich on Big Strong Yes and the soon to be released Still Dead. I am
0: so excited about that. You just don't even know. And Southern Fried Pop Culture is funded by supporters like you through our Patreon page. For exclusive content and more, please visit us at patreon.com slash eloquent gushing.
1: And thanks to Josie Bentley for our amazing show music. Thanks y'all.
0: Wanna hear just what I Southern Fried Pop Culture is an Eloquent Gushing production. For more information, please visit eloquentgushing.com or visit us on Twitter at Eloquent Gushing.